Hey, just a quick heads up for this episode because of the nature of the show. I'm just going to throw in a quick content warning for murder and rape just because of uh, the way the show is. Uh, We don't talk about it a whole lot, but I just wanted to give a quick warning. On to the show. Hello and welcome to TV Dinner, the podcast where we take three bites out of a show and tell you how it tastes. I'm your host, Kalena. I'm your other host, Sean. And this week we are watching The Killing. Yeah, that sounds. Yep. It sounds spookier than I'm than I'm than it is. I'm pretty sure. Just the killing. Kill, the killing. Just a kill being done. Though, if if you want to go with this theme, you could call pretty much every episode of any of any like um, dramatic cop show the killing. Right. Yeah. You do love your cop shows. So is just give me a heads up. Is this the perfect intersection of horror and uh, crime procedurals that you're looking See, for? I don't think it's supposed to be horror. I'm actually getting very, um, very Hotel Beau Sejour vibes from this, where it's more like generally spooky, just like crime drama. Mm-hmm. Like a thriller? No, I don't think it's a thriller. I think I, it's just like a mystery. I keep forgetting what a thriller actually is. A, a thriller is something that's supposed to be like very dramatic in a way that's uh, supposed to like pump your adrenaline. Like, mm. oh, they could live or they could die. Like some some horrors can be considered also thrillers or like thrilling. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of slasher flicks are um, thrillers. Ah, okay. So from slasher flicks. To Michael Jackson's thriller. To the word thriller in my brain, I have developed this association of words and ideas that has drawn me to misunderstand the concept of a thriller. Um, But there are non-horror movies that are thrillers. There's a movie I watched called um, Nerve. uh, And it's basically just like teenagers doing a weird would-you-rather app that gets like more and more ridiculous. Like like any- ride your motorcycle blindfolded like any rve do you have the nerve to do this right right so it doesn't necessarily have to be spooky either it can just be like oh god like they might die because they're doing something crazy uh, but it could also be horror hmm. um but this i think is neither <laughs> okay wait but it's still spooktober qualification well the name uh, is Spooktober, and also if we could watch Hotel Beausager last Spooktober, we can watch this. Okay. It's a mystery. Mysteries are spooky. I thought you were gonna bring up the fact that uh, uh, I do not pick spooky things and that there is no threshold to spookiness in Spooktober, really. Nah. Um, I mean, we did watch uh, Natsume's Book of Friends last year, which was like 0% spooky. It was on brand for October. <laughs> it was on brand. It was very it was very um Halloween, but it was not scary. So that's fine. We don't have to watch things that scare you. Thank you. <laughs> but we're going to, just not this week. Yeah, alright. So what is this? So this is an American uh TV show based off of a Danish TV show called The Crime. Oh, um, okay. The crime is a much worse name than the killing, and I thought that name. was bad. Though, though the Danish name is Forbrydelsen, which translates to the crime. But I, I agree, the killing is better. Okay, maybe in the native tongue, that's a better name. But, but 
the crime I think is more descriptive because it's a crime drama. It's not a slasher. All right. By the way, have you ever watched that show True Detective? I have not. I have not. <laughs> Let's do Oops. like some mystery shows in the future. Sidebar. Yeah, we should do True Detective at some point. I know people really like it. All right. So back to the killing. Um, do you know any stuff about the plot going into it? Because I no. All right. So we're both going in blind. Yeah. Um. But I'm pretty excited. Um. So well, and I, I think that's the other main thing that gives me Hotel Beausoleil vibes is it's uh. They're both either from or based on a West European-ish <laughs> show. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it has the same vibes, because I watched that entire show and I really liked it. You know, Hotel um, Beau Séjour, we did that about a year ago, and that's a show that you actually... like a lot I of these, the whole thing. Yeah, a lot of these shows, we watch three episodes and then we never get around to watching the rest of it, but... Mm-hmm. That's one that you actually did watch all the way through. Do you want to give like a non-spoilery like a. I, I think I did give a, a vague update after I had finished watching it. Um, oh, <laughs> Oof. well, it, I don't was, remember. <laughs> I mean, it was almost a year ago. I did finish it. It was only what, like 10 episodes. So it didn't take me long to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked it. And I think if you are into mysteries. Um, it's really cool and it's not one of those where the killer is like way out of left field like why didn't they you know this was super you know no one saw this coming it it does give you enough evidence for it which is really nice so are you hoping even though this is a going to be like probably american actors in america yes it's american it's only based on the danish series yeah so are you hoping for something similar though Yes, I'm I'm really hoping it'll be similar. Um so it was produced by Fox, um, but it was released on AMC. Mm-hmm. And then after two seasons it got cancelled. Okay. And then Netflix picked it up for a third season. Uh Netflix and Fox kind of produced it. It came out on AMC again, then it got cancelled again, and then a fourth season came out on Netflix. I I was going to say at first, I was going to say, well, we know it has support if it got dropped and picked up by Netflix. But now I don't know what to take from that information. Do, like, am I, is this a good sign? Is this a... Yeah. Is this it, mean it, got, it got canceled. Netflix helped, produ- helped put it back on AMC. But then AMC was like, no, we really don't want this. And then Netflix was like, I guess we do want this. Um <laughs> Is this a green flag or a red flag? Or is this more of a confusing magenta flag where it's like, what does that flag mean again? And the the season that Netflix um, put out, the fourth season that Netflix put out, was half the length of all the other seasons. So I think it might have just been like a short conclusion series season. And then it got picked Um, up again? Yeah, I I don't know for sure, but Mm. I would assume that, um, you know, when it was canceled the second time, people were like, wait, like, we never got the ending. Like, I just really want an ending. And Netflix was like, cool, I'll give you that. (laughs) Netflix is always looking for places that they can uh, swoop in and make a safe bet. Right. Well, and as far as putting out only six episodes, they got the better end of the deal if people were flocking to Netflix for this show. Though, to be fair, I have never heard of it. Not Um, even a little. 
It came out between 2011 and 2014. So the four, even though it got canceled twice, there was no time between it being canceled and it being picked back up. It like yeah. it always got canceled and picked back up like a few months later. Like there was okay. never a huge gap of time. And interesting. Still waving my magenta flag of confusion, but. <laughs> This is before we started recording. I was like giggling at it, and you're like, "What?" And I said, "I'll tell you. This is it." I don't, I don't get what this means. Like, was it just like universally hated specifically by producers? Is there someone on the team who is just the bane of producers, or is it more like, <laughs> is it more like loved by fans, hated by companies, okay. or is it more of a like? like all these producers keep seeing potential in it and the fans keep having these mixed reactions like what am i in for here okay um it got nominated for a lot of awards in its first and second season um however its third and fourth seasons were not quite as acclaimed okay so i think after it got canceled and picked back up and canceled and picked back up, people people were really into the first two seasons. And then, like, when the whole, like, kind of changing hands happened, I guess people just kind of weren't into it anymore just because there was so much production drama. Interesting. Um, but Metacritic gave the first season 84 out of 100. Hmm. Metacritic gave the second season only 68 out of 100. Oh. Which still isn't bad. But yeah, it is a significant drop off, though. But yeah, the first two seasons were nominated for a whole bunch of awards, um, such as Best Drama, Best Actress. Uh, it only won two awards. As sort of like a layman TV consumer, uh, I can't exactly parse what it even means. I know I get that it's like, oh, it's an honor to be nominated, and that definitely a show with nominations or victories is definitely that's a green flag compared to a show that's not getting any uh, even nominations. But uh, to be honest, it's hard for me to parse like, how good is that? That's fair. Um, a lot of shows get nominated for a lot of stuff to be nominated is still like really good. Mm hmm. Though it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. Um, but, but just to break it down between seasons one and two and seasons three and four, seasons one and two got nominated for 16 different uh, awards. Mm -hmm. Seasons three and four got nominated for five. Okay. So either the hype just like hella died down or the production issues really messed with the quality. Hmm. which i'm i'm assuming the latter which is 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 kind of disappointing well we're doing our best to predict things about mm -hmm. the show and its quality based off of like honestly right, none this, of this is important this feels like reading smoke signs or the constellations or whatever you know it's not really gonna tell me the future of am i gonna like the show when i watch like <laughs> and i definitely think at least for the purposes of Watching the first three episodes for the podcast, oh. I'm probably going to like a crime drama better than I liked, say, Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Um, another difference between seasons one and two and seasons three and four, um, a lot of the main characters changed. Mm. Um, 
So that could have also been, you know, people really liked the dynamic between the main characters in the beginning and not so much in the the later seasons. I like um, it when shows change, like, their cast massively between series. I don't know. It's something about moving on to the next story. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty into it. I, I agree. I, I like the most, I think, when it's more of an anthology, like each season is separate. This doesn't look like that's the case. Yeah, but, somehow um, I don't think the anthology format is going to salvage uh, American Horror Story, though. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. Um, but as far as everything I'm saying, it seems like the first season was very, very liked. Which means, as far as the first three episodes go, as far as going to watch them, I'm assuming that they're going to be the better of what this show has to offer. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I think we've talked about this long enough. Um, <laughs> I'm just really into production, I guess. I don't know. I just want to hurry up and watch the damn thing and see if, give it uh, the actual, like, three-episode taste test and see what I think instead of thinking about all this production baloney. All right, let's give, let's do the damn thing. Yeah. Bon appetit. And we're back. We are power. We're completely done. We're completely done. The show is over. The series is entirely finished. So, as far as it being, like, a spooky Halloween show, it does take place, the murder uh, took place on Halloween, so that's something. But it's not, like, scary. It's just, like, very dramatic. Uh... Yeah, it's not a horror show. It's a crime show, and it's a drama. Uh, but, um... I, I don't know, like, normally I I can get into dramas, but for whatever reason, this was too dramatic. I've, you know what I mean? I do have my theory on it. I might want to get into it later, though. Why not now? Because uh, I want to talk about other stuff first. Alright, what specifically? <laughs> Uh, the characters. Okay, so that's another thing. I think, I feel like I could deal with the drama. Like, it's just very heavy, very heavy-handed drama. Mm. Which, I mean, other cro- I've watched other crime shows that were dramatic that I've enjoyed. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to get into my reason why I think I didn't enjoy this one as much later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there is the person who is... There's the person who is investigating, the detective Sarah Linden, and the murder happens, the, the like, basically the day of her retirement, and she's forced to stay mm-hmm. and do the investigation for some unknowable reason. Yeah, she has a lot of drama with her 13-year-old son, Jack, who smokes, uh, and, and her, her fiancé, fiance. Rick, who is uh, often... Um, got the short end of the stick on their phone calls, uh, as like he keeps being promised that she's going t- to fucking go and she doesn't. Honestly, in all three hours of the show, I think Rip- Rick has been in like five minutes because mm-hmm. mostly his role is to be sad that she's not moving mm-hmm. right now. So they're moving, you know, to another part of the state, 
uh, and she was like, okay, I'm retiring. I'm quitting my job. Let's move. And he moved ahead of her. And then her boss was like, no, you can't quit. And for whatever reason, she was like, okay, I won't. Yeah. (laughs) Every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. Pull me back in. (laughs) Yeah. That's a, uh, a quote from a show that we have not released yet. That's not a, whatever. (laughs) It's not even from that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Anyway. But Um, yeah, the show's given us some mixed signals. Uh, Sarah Linden is especially. Yeah. So there's those characters. Um, so the (laughs) person who is supposed to replace Sarah is, I don't remember his first name, but Holder is the detective coming in from vice which means he's really good at talking to druggies, I guess. Um, I mean, it is demonstrated in multiple scenes in the episodes that uh, he that is what he brings to the table because he does successfully get them shit. I mean, he's got to bring something to the table. And it, it, it's kind of sad because it's very clear that no one in the show really believes in him as far as, like, he has skills to be a detective and that's why he is one. You're such a sucker for an underdog. It's just legit the boss right in front of him was like to to Sarah, like, I don't want you retiring because I don't think he can do it. Yeah, there's a lot of blatant setup in that early part of the show. But he does like he does contribute like there's shit that they wouldn't know if he didn't find out. So, yeah, he just babbles like an idiot and he does not dress or speak in a confident way. I was going to say he's not very... um, like tactful when it comes to speaking as far as like speaking to the victim's family or like mm-hmm. other cops he just kind of says what he means he talks and acts more like the kind of guy you go to uh in narcos for tips and not a narco officer not the cop but you know that's a good quality for a vice cop i think i suppose that um so there's there's him he was gonna replace her but for now they're partners on it how do you do, um, fellow kids? Want a marijuana? <laughs> you can't have this guy investigate the deaths. I must do it. I am a mother. I am going to stare at these disturbing VHS tapes until my eyes burn out. Yep. VHS was definitely what was happening in 2011. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, the other character. So this is the part of the story that I don't really know what the fuck is going on, mm-hmm. which is the Richmond campaign. Mm. Yeah, a politician uh, who was a suspect, or at least in my mind, he was a suspect at first. Uh, he's a pretty major character as he tries to get elected. But uh, the... Right, so, so the thing is, like, the murdered girl, Rosie, was found in one of his campaign cars, which was, immediately went back and was like, oh, that car was stolen. So, like... It's literally, he's literally 0% involved, but for some reason, probably because he's not 0% involved, but for some reason it keeps following him and like his struggles with, with the campaign. Now that people know somebody was murdered in one of his cars and trying to get votes and shit and trying to be a good person. And I'm like, why do I care? Having sex with his secretary, being on the anti-drug platform. Right. Like, why do I care? And I don't think, I don't think that show has given me that yet as far as like what this whole side of the, what this whole political side of the plot is up to. Yeah, there is, it's definitely setting up the drugs and politics branch of the plot. um, Yeah. 
as like pretty major concerns in this trifecta of mystery. Right. So, I mean, he, there's obviously something to do with the plot because he keeps going back to him. But I just like by the end of episode three, I'm like, no clue, no clue, mm-hmm. no indication what that might be. <clears throat> yeah, this is uh, a it seemed like a pretty slow paced show. But B, at the end of the third episode, I was like, all right, this episode of CSI is over. Move on to the next one. We've solved the mystery. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Um. Yeah, and then the last few characters are um, the the teacher who is the Red Ranger. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what was he? Uh, Red Ranger on SPD? Mm-hmm. So, he- you know, here's back on another cop show, but less fun <sighs> this time. Yeah, less um, fun, more long, quiet scenes of the victim's family in grief. Right, being sad. Um so he's just like the teacher, and then there's the students who knew the murdered student, um, Sterling, Rosie's friend, Jasper, Rosie's ex-boyfriend, and Chris, Jasper's creepy friend. Mm-hmm. And they um, were all snorting the powder. The powder? I don't know. The They do speed, right? That's the thing. Uh... I don't think we actually see any of them take drugs in this show. Oh, I we just see Rosie bleed from her nose and we just see... Sterling. There's a part where Sterling is talking to the cops and she starts bleeding from her nose. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of implied that Rosie was probably in on it too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's heavily implied that they were all taking drugs together or something, but they, it never says what. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, again, you are conflating this show with a show we have not put out yet. I may be. <laughs> Burnout kids on their drugs and their cigs and even the 13-year-olds. <laughs> so those are the, the nameable characters, at least the important nameable characters, other than, like, Rosie's family. For now, who aren't, like, plot-wise, aren't incredibly important, but as far as, like, uh, this is her family being very sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the importance of them for now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really needed all of those scenes. They definitely contributed to the plot and didn't just make me feel bad. <laughs> yeah, there's just like, I mean, I get wanting to set up something like that as far as like showing how hard it is to lose a daughter and, and a sibling for, for the family. Um, I just feel like there are a lot of scenes with little to no plot relevance and again you can show like someone in grief as like a plot like they're obviously sad because she's dead right Mm -hmm. but they had so many of those scenes and like not a one of those scenes contributed to the mystery part and you love the mystery part yeah and as far as i said i was going to get into it i guess i'll get into it now um but this is the reason i don't so i i'm don't need all of my shows to have levity this has zero percent fucking levity but as far as like murder mysteries go, I'm okay with like really dramatic stuff. The thing is, everything is incredibly slow and dramatic, and not everything contributes to the mystery. Mm. <laughs> if it's gonna be this slow, then I at least need the pieces I'm getting to feel like they're fitting into a bigger plot. Okay, Holder you know at I mean? least did add some levity to the show, 
So, so far he is my favorite just because he is the only one who is cracking any jokes. That's fair. Holder Holder is decent for that. And he kind of acts like a weirdo, which just makes you laugh sometimes. <laughs> I I don't know. He has some quips and the way he the way he deals with the shitty teens is pretty funny because oh, yeah. he's just the right amount of dismissive. There was one good um, interaction between Holder and Sarah where um, she's calling her son and being like, okay, I've got a late day. Just, you know, have takeout or whatever. And Holder goes, I never had dinner with my mom and look how I turned out. And she just looks at him deadpan and says, discomforting. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) But uh, what, what I was like meaning to say though, is like, do you feel that like, by the end of the third episode, do you feel like you can begin to start putting this mystery together? No. Although, like, the end of the third episode kind of gives you a plausible answer to who did it. Um, there's, like, this... I don't know why it's a thing in TV and in real life where, like, teenagers will film each other doing crimes. Uh-huh. But it, Jasper and Chris are filmed um, raping Rosie. And so like, they obviously did it. And then the third episode ends and it's like, all right, I don't need the rest of the show. I know who did it. (laughs) But we've got a whole show. Exactly. And um, I looked it up briefly. This isn't really a spoiler, but I was going to ask you next. Yeah. The first two whole seasons are dedicated to Rosie's death. It's only the seasons that were picked up after it was canceled that are unrelated they have the same like main detectives, um, but the first two seasons are all like Rosie's death. So the third episode in the first season is obviously not going to be catching the killer. No, which like we're kind of already at too much. Like how far can this rabbit hole go when we're already here? Right. It It feels like there's not a lot more to do here. Because it takes, the whole thing, her being missing, takes place over a weekend. Like, the weird Halloween party that she was probably murdered at was a Friday night, and they found her, like, a Sunday morning or a Monday morning. Like, Simultaneously, I am like, we are already in too deep, and also, like, it is not that deep. But that's what I mean, like, even though, I, I feel like instead of giving us hints to the mystery, they just keep giving us red herrings. Mm-hmm. like oh instead of the person who did the murder we're gonna give you a bunch of people who did tangential crimes but not the murder yeah my feeling on it is that generally we've had pretty slow progress on the actual mystery solving part and we've had a lot of character building uh, and what solution we have had on the mystery has been pretty convenient so far yeah, what do you mean? I just mean it's like the stolen car and the finding the tape. It's like we keep running into great evidence. So why does it feel like we don't know anything? Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what I mean about this show like feeling differently than I was hoping as far as like 
the mystery part goes. Like, they're obviously doing very well in the drama department, but I just don't really know what where it's going. Yeah. If you had like, to I don't like I don't like coming out of the three episodes going like I don't really know where this show is trying to take me. I think it's just trying to make me confused and I don't like that in a mystery. <laughs> I personally like mysteries where you can probably figure it out if you think hard enough. It's a thin line between uh intrigued and confused. Mhm. If you had I'm definitely to- confused. But if you had to pick a member of the cast right now, who done it, then who done it? A member of the cast. So what my assumption kind of was is that we'll probably just keep adding possible suspects until we get to the right one. Mm-hmm. But um, Although it would make the most sense to have it be somebody that we've met from the first three episodes and just kind of build the mystery around them. For but, dramatic effect. Well, the character Chris, we only learned about in episode three. Yeah. Although, I think he briefly showed up in episode one, but he wasn't, like, plot. He wasn't, like, doing anything. Yeah. Um, But, like, now he's a huge suspect, and we just met him in episode three. So I'm hoping that it doesn't go down the route of, like, well, we'll just keep adding people and <laughs> throwing suspicion on them. Yeah. When does um, Chris die? I mean, when does Jasper die? <laughs> I mean, when does when anyway. does Jasper die? Get him out of the show. I don't like him. I didn't like him in the 100, and I don't like him here. <laughs> I think he's really good at playing like a piece of shit teenager, which is I'm pretty sure he's one of those dudes that's like late 20s, but just has a baby face. Mm-hmm. Inherently hateable. <laughs> Very hateable. I'm sorry. Uh, whatever your name is, you're probably cool. You're just very good at your job. Mm-hmm. Um, they really but... should have given us some more like hooks because right now uh, there's not a lot to make this show stand out. It's a little boring, you know, nothing gonna, to make yeah. me follow along with the politics. Or R.E. I am very confused and I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And not the fun confusion of watching Twin Peaks, just the bored confusion <laughs> of watching a regular crime drama. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned that because on the Wikipedia, people were comparing the show to Twin Peaks, and I don't get that at all. I get 0% of that. I don't feel any quirk or charm. I feel by right. the books. T- Twin Peaks is very like, Twin Peaks, you, t- you want to talk about levity, like Twin Peaks is there. uh and this show seems to have taken the like twin peaks taken out the fun stuff and added just more confusion for no reason (laughs) but if you were to pick somebody who would you pick to to have done it Hmm. i think i've got an answer it's gonna be out on a limb because they always want it to be out on a limb for some reason Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm gonna say the dad i'm gonna say sterling oh sterling um, so the only reason I'm going to say the dad is because um, in the first episode, they kind of focused on him in the beginning before we knew there was like um, anybody was murdered. It was just like showing him doing his daily business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, why are we focusing on, focusing on this random guy? And then where they found her, um, not her body, but where they found like some evidence that she had been missing. Mm-hmm. They also found his credit card, which he could have given to her as like a be safe this weekend have my credit card mm-hmm. um but i doubt it remember the before the story actually started scene where sarah is jogging and she finds 
uh, a pig on the dead beach. Pig. Dead pig on the beach for some reason. Uh, and yeah. then the first scene that we see the dad in, uh, Stan, right? Yeah, Stan. The first scene that we see Stan in, he's going into the back where they're hanging up the meats. Yeah, so... I think I think for now there's a, a a solid case against Stan more than anyone else I can think of other than Jasper and Chris. Yeah, because they're in too deep already for them to not be red herrings, which is a frustrating thing to have to deal with. Right. That's the that's the annoying thing about um being pretty I guess well versed in in murder mysteries, especially like murder shows is that if it's an hour long show and they always resolve it by 50 minutes, mm. then you know, the person they, they arrest on minute 25 is not going to be the killer. Mm. Yeah. Um, so do you agree with Stan or do you want to make your case for Sterling? I think Stan is a very strong choice. I mostly went for Sterling uh, because at this point she is such a quiet, uh, obviously a huge ball of anxiety. Uh, and I was going to say there's, there is something up with her. Yeah. Like, we're... Like, she's very obviously mysterious, but we're not getting anything on her. Uh, and she also... I feel like a way of throwing suspicion off of her uh, is how... Sort of, like, hounded and afraid she seems all the time and how she does not stand up for herself. So, therefore, oh, she yeah. can't possibly be the killer because she <laughs> is the sad puppy getting kicked around. Well, as far as, like, um, her... As far as she could have done it, um, every time somebody tries to talk to her, pretty much in any capacity, she just runs away, which could be less of a scared puppy and more of a I'm hiding something. Mm -hmm. Though you do see her in the first scene you see Sterling, she's texting Rosie like, hey, where are you? Like, you've been gone all weekend. I forgot about that. Um, so Sterling's probably just hiding some a drug addiction or something random but okay (laughs) but i it it could be possible that could have also been a red herring yeah maybe she was texting to cover her tracks i was saying it was her because i think i get the feeling i don't know that maybe her death could have been an accident she was put in a trunk and then yeah but what if the person accidentally crashed their car into the lake and then ran away that's what I was thinking, actually, that that uh, somebody abducted her and put her in the trunk and then they accidentally ran into a lake. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, you know, the person who murdered her meant to just kidnap her. Or maybe it's just a bad bake, y'all. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't really want <laughs> I don't really want to talk about anything super specific to the plot other than what we've already mentioned Mm -hmm. because there's not much that i i don't know i really thought i would like this show and i'm really sad about it i'm sorry i was really hoping for for solid hotel beau sejour vibes and it doesn't have that if you're looking for a good show with some cool supernatural moments and a a satisfying conclusion by the end of the first season Go watch Hotel Beausejour. We already rated that show, Kalena. We did a whole episode on it. Yeah, but if you want to show... Okay, let's focus show, on this show good. for a little bit longer, okay? Okay. So, we never saw Jasper's scummy dad again, did we? 
We are no. definitely going to see him in episode four, though, after what happened at the end of episode three. Oh, yeah. So Jasper and Chris are obviously getting arrested in the beginning of episode four. Um, and Jasper, when he gets talked to the cops the first time, his dad comes in and slaps him and is like, what did you do? Which is 100% what I expected to happen when we mm-hmm. saw Jasper's dad come in. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to, I feel like he's going to do like a weird, shitty parenting thing where it's like, my son's a piece of shit, but obviously he can do no wrong. Yeah. Because that would reflect bad on me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He's. Do you think the dad has not Jasper's dad has anything to do with it? Um, he, he's the kind of character that I would, if I was writing a story like this, he probably would be one of the like main, like, cause how many times have we seen, uh, the, like the freaky rich dad covering up the crime whose son wasn't even the killer right like we've <laughs> seen that heavy in rain? so many not even heavy rain but also <laughs> in like say scream right because he he thought his son was the killer and so he was like ah fuck i gotta cover this up but he was covering up somebody else's murder instead I, it's happened in a bunch of places definitely no that's fair um as far as the first three episodes he's only been in it for the literal 15 seconds that i just described mm-hmm but he's he's probably going to become a, a larger character, and I'm sure he'll get suspicious as well. Hmm. Okay, so there's one last thing I want to talk about. I'm ready. So Sarah Linden, huh? What about her? What's her deal? Right, so... um, In the third episode, I wrote down what's keeping her from leaving, and then plot point... Because there is, her boss is like, I want you to stay till tomorrow. I want you to stay till the end of the week. And he's obviously going to keep extending that. Mm-hmm. So that we they, can like, have a show. Finish the case. But it's not just that she doesn't want to piss off her boss of the job she's fucking quitting anyway. Because mm-hmm. somebody said, was it Reggie? The person who's helping her. I don't know who that person is. <laughs> the person... I don't know who they are to her, but the person that's helping her like take care of her son while they don't have a house mm-hmm. um, is uh, is like, why are you still here? Mm-hmm. So there's obviously something like maybe some hesitation with with her fiance. She's not sure she wants to move. She's not sure she wants to get married. Yeah. But it's all very like there is no indication what that hesitation might be. Just that there is some for some reason. Yeah, I I don't get it. First, it's like one more day. Then it's like, oh, uh, you you have to stay. Thou must. Thou musteth Mm -hmm. go on this quest. (laughs) You have no choice in the matter. But the show is doing literally everything in its power to telegraph that something is holding her back. And I have absolutely no idea what it could be because uh so far in the show it just feels like a frustration (laughs) also Um, have not gotten any like good detective moments really no honestly the like the best detective moments so sarah has a lot of um correct intuitions but as far as her figuring out mysteries she hasn't done a lot of like that sort of stuff 
Mm-hmm. Like, um, she doesn't do a lot of TV police work. Yeah, she just kind of, like, knows things. Which I'm watching a police show on TV. I want to see some police... T- I want to see some TV police work. I don't want to yeah. see regular police work. I think I think the... I don't know what you mean by that. I think the most... Uh, the biggest thing she contributes, other than being persistent, is when she talks to the janitor who saw the teenagers doing weird things. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Holder, who is supposedly the incompetent one, like, talks to the teenagers, figures out that there's, like, a weird secret basement in the school. He talks to some other people and figures out where Chris is. Like, he's actually going around, like, on the streets and talking to people and doing stuff. And Sarah is just, like, staring at evidence until she gets an epiphany. Yeah, it's it's just not compelling. I agree. I, uh... Honestly, I'd be okay if Sarah... Like, next episode was like, fuck it, I'm leaving and going to marry Rick, and I'm bringing my son with me, and I'm never coming back, and the rest of the show was Holder. I'd be okay with that. They just really haven't given us, like, a reason to, like, be hooked at all. That's, yeah. But I think it all ties back to, like, the show wants to be so mysterious, they're not giving us any breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. I need they- my little breadcrumbs. I am a pigeon. Feed me, damn it. Right. Like... When you're getting pulled into a mystery, you want to get pulled in. You want to have just enough information that you're like, oh, I need to figure out the next piece. Like, what does Richmond have to do with it? But right now, the breadcrumb we have for Richmond is fucking actually like a little piece of tissue paper. Like, it's nothing. I'm going to go fly to some other park and someone on some other bench is going to feed me breadcrumbs. Right. So I think the show is just trying too hard to be mysterious and not hard enough to like give you reasons to want to watch um which is pretty harsh i think but i just like what the whole time watching it i was like i don't care yeah there was just not a lot going on there was like very few highlights like it's not that the show was irredeemable but it was um mainly disappointing so bitter Man, I am. I am bitter. I'm sorry. I am also bitter. I'm very sad that this was my pick. What was your pick for next week? My pick? Ah, uh, The Vampire Diaries. That yeah. was your pick. I don't know anything about that show. Uh, that's funny, because I read, like, four or five of the Vampire Diaries books. And I know nothing about them. How I do know for a fact that the series is pretty much only got a few of the same characters and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can talk more about that in our next episode. So right. this was a, a pretty rocky start to Spooktober, but we have four more weeks to make it up. So why don't you just count this as a, uh, we'll just, uh, we'll just assume that every other, every other show we watch is going to be amazing. <laughs> it's all uphill <laughs> from here, right? <laughs> it's all uphill from here i believe it <laughs> um if you want to get in contact with us if you loved the killing and you think we're fucking stupid and we're missing something i want you to tell me because i want to know what i'm missing i um, want those comments that are like you fools it gets better you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> right so get at me at uh tvd pod on twitter or tvd podcast on facebook or tvd podcast on tumblr um 
I want to hear your opinions. If you liked it, if you didn't like it. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, if you weren't able to watch the show at all. <laughs> Still want to um, hear it. Yeah, the show the show used to be on Netflix. It is no longer on Netflix. I don't know why, because Netflix made the fourth season. But whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Spooktober continues. Yeah, we'll see you next week with something much, much lighter. The Vampire Diaries. Vampires! Gonna taste like iron. <laughs>